Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Right on Radio. Right on, right on, right on. Oh, 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 hold on. New toy. Hey! (laughs) Yes, we're back. It's a Tuesday, and we're going to do some news for you today. Listen, this is going to be a bit of a variety of a show So do not skip forward because you do not know what you're going to miss. And we're going to talk about some of the most important things that no other show is doing today. We're going to talk about it. We're going to inform you. And we're going to talk a little bit about some significant, not change of direction, but focus and direction that this show will be going down because it is the right thing to do. And we believe God is commanding us to do it. But before we continue, I need to bring her on because she has been traveling. She wasn't with us on Sunday, but when she travels, she brings her oil of gladness, which means the enemy is full of sadness. And her (laughs) name is Jessie Zaboder. I really liked that phrase, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) The oil of gladness was used this weekend. the, we saw amazing things that the Lord did. So, so this was the conference that we promoted on the show with Summer Day. Correct. Uh, you you did some traveling. You went there and tell us about this conference, Jesse. We actually you actually haven't given me a download yet, other than a couple texts here and there from the from the show. Right. So it was absolutely amazing. Um, There was over 150 women all gathered together. A portion of those women um, were individuals from within the Texas communities who um, are, you know, dedicating themselves to invest in the lives of women who have been trafficked or gone through uh, different types of sexual traumas. Um, You know, not everybody there was a victim of sexual abuse of some sort or trafficking. Uh, We did have, you know, some other types of survivors who came forward, those maybe from SRA or other types, but um, it just really was encouraging. And and then we had the survivors. And so, you know, the women from the community were there with the sole purpose of just ministering. And, you know, that included deliverance. all the women, you know, together were in prayer. We saw the Lord doing some amazing things through div- uh, deliverance. Um, we did encounter some demonics and the Lord rebuked, cast out. We saw women, you know, themselves who had been oppressed by these demonics for, you know, years, some of them 20, 30 years, and they were rebuking and saying, no more, get out of my life. So it, it was phenomenal. Um and then just, just, to, I don't want to interrupt, but just for the listening audience, when I said Jesse texts me back and forth, literally, these are the type of kind texts that I get from Jesse. Demonic spirit just entered the room. Please play. <laughs> <laughs> Please play. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she calls yeah. her armies. That's right. So, yeah, I mean, it was pretty intense, some of the stuff that we were dealing with. Um, but, you know, we had a, you know, after all the speakers, it was really neat. Um, you know, different women in the community or women who have been trafficked 
and have ministries now, you know, came forward and they were sharing their testimonies and the power of God in their lives. They were sharing about what God has them doing now. And, you know, you're talking women who've gone from, you know, prostitution and they talked about what that was like to, you know, literally be sold sometimes to over 40 men a day, you know, and talked about the average, you know, span of that career that, you know, in reality, a lot of these women get hooked into it. You know, either it's a familiar thing, which a lot of people are not aware of, that um, you have this, you know, women who are born to prostitutes and then, you know, they know nothing else but that world um, and, you know, have been sold in it since they were young children. And so it's either that or, you know, they started as young teens and, you know, sadly, the span usually is only seven years because of the, you know, drugs that get involved and other things like that and the wear and tear on the body. Um, so it, it just really was very informative. Um, and then, you know, hearing the, how God has worked in these women's lives, you know, that all of them and we're going to be having some of them as guests on this show coming up. Um, but they are now doing powerful things in their communities, you know, running their own businesses. Um, the one lady, she literally is on the streets knocking on, you know, brothels or identified houses, um, you, you know, ministering to those who are in this line of work and encouraging them to get out. They're providing ways to help these women get out. And then, uh, you know, that was part of, um, this event was specifically to raise money. Um, they've already got the construction and housing companies that um, are, you know, willing to build the homes for them. They just have to pay for the materials. So they're going to be building, you know, homes that will serve as transition or recovery places as these, you know, women come out of the life that they're used to and transition into the new life that God has for them. So it really is an amazing work. And, and there were so, I was surprised at how many um, advocates there are. And so, you know, we did a lot of collaboration. It was like, oh, you work with anti-trafficking too, you know? And um, so all of us in this area now are kind of collaborating together. And, you know, it's so much more powerful when you have multiple organizations or individuals uh, teaming together doing the work than just, you know, one individually. So, yeah. I don't hear it too bad on here. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to bring out about her. So, you know, I'd like to encourage everybody, um, Summer is just such a beautiful, amazing lady. Um, and, you know, her story is going to be coming out more and more. Um, there was, you know, stuff that I can't reveal here that came out at the conference. Um, but, you know, she's been somebody who has been in the pits and, you know, really has turned all that fear into faith and made it a catalyst to spark a flame in other people's faith. And uh, part of the way that she did that was simply through reading through the Bible and devoting herself to read through it in a year. 
And so she has, um, you know, her book came out. She had it at the conference. Um, I don't know if it's out yet on Amazon, but she had it at the conference and it's called Fear into Faith. And it literally walks people through, you know, reading through the Bible in a year. And uh, she, you know, is encouraging everybody to do that together. So you can go to her website, um, summerday, spelled D-E-Y, dot com backslash Bible. And it will take you to a link where you can sign up to be a part of that group um, that's going to read through it in a year. And it starts August 2nd is the next um start time and then there will be a huge faith fear into faith conference again at the end where they finish the last chapter together reading that out loud so um i encourage everybody you know go again to her her site summerdaydey.com and sign up or we should add the backslash bible and sign up to be a part of that because it's really amazing and, you know, I would encourage everyone to sign up for that, uh, to read through the Bible. And and I'll even make a bold statement. This should be in addition to your daily reading. In addition to your daily reading. Because, you know, corporately, they're going through scriptures in a, uh, in a designated way. However, you know, God wants to speak to you individually as well. And sometimes God will make a verse jump out and it, it, you know, maybe the verses in those uh, in that particular reading are for you as well. In fact, they are, <laughs> that's a, a given, but don't forsake that personal time with him and reading your word, his word as well. Uh, so I would encourage everyone to go and into that. It's not just investing in yourself either. Another aspect of this is that for every, um, fear into faith book that is purchased, uh, which it's basically, you know, the study that guides you through reading through the Bible in a year. Um, but for everyone purchased, they donate a free Bible to somebody who doesn't have one. So you're getting the word of God into the hands of those um, who don't have a Bible. Amen. So double bonus, double bonus in my, <laughs> my book. Well, the word goes forward then. Uh, excellent, Jesse. And you were blessing people with the oil and anointing. and That's right. Yep. And you were on stage too, were you not? Yeah, I did. I got to go up and uh, give my talk. And it was interesting because, um, you know, it's, it's that <laughs> I had to actually keep it pretty light. Um, and, uh, you know, I really bullet pointed kind of just the different types of trauma that I'd gone in or experienced and then, you know, try to focus on that God has called each of us to be mighty warriors. And how do we come to that place um, of being that warrior? Um, you know, it, it was interesting because there were some people who, who walked out, it was too heavy for them. But then we had, you know, I had probably about 20 people who were there who were like, I can't believe you're talking about that. Like I've waited my whole life. Like nobody, you know, it's the one subject and topic that nobody can talk about. You know, you can, if you're an SRA victim, you know, you can bring out your sexual trauma. You could bring out past abortions. You could bring out, you know, even homosexuality, different type of things like that that are involved in your abuse. But 
you know, they're finding that nobody will listen or hear or talk about the satanic aspect of it, of their abuse. So, um, because no one, no one believes it. That's right. So there was about 20 women that I ministered to, um, you know, after talking and stuff who came out about theirs and, you know, were sharing and they were just like, thank you. That was so healing to hear somebody speaking about it and to know that they don't have to hide it anymore, that they can bring it forward. Now is the time to bring it forward. Uh, absolutely. And, you know, that. listen, the summer is really on to something with fear and the faith. And uh, and again, my, my definition of it, not to take away from summer, is failure to confront the future. So if someone's afraid of bringing out their testimony about the SRA abuse, they're failing to confront the future. And the future is so much bright. Think of the burden that's going to be lifted off their shoulders. Think of those people who are going to come in and support. Think of, so I'm telling you, my definition is so deep on this. If you, when you realize it, uh, fear will go away from you and go away from you quickly because it's holding you back from living the life that God intended you to live. Right. I mean, it was just, it was so amazing with that. You know, she really has turned her fear into faith, but um, it's just so, I guess there was a, I'm trying to think how to put this, but in a way it was like everything she was saying was so optimistic. And I was like, I've never thought about it that way. You know, like she talks about simple things like, you know, instead of you know, you're in a position where you're like, I don't want to even get up in the morning. And, you know, there's so many horrific things and so many trials that I'm facing and, you know, just so many things bogging me down. And, and she's, she's like me, you know, she wrestles with God. (laughs) So the Lord, you know, taught her some simple things. And so, you know, as she was shifting that mindset, you know, she went from complaining like, oh, I have to get up today to, you know, like, oh, well, I got as much sleep as God intended for me to get, <laughs> you know, and it's like, it's like, man, how many sleepless nights have I, you know, had? And then I'm like, man, I didn't get any sleep. This stinks. I feel rough. I feel crabby. I feel overtired. You know, I'm in a mood and to be like, well, you know, thank you, Lord. I got as much sleep as you intended. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I can do this level of optimism. I have <laughs> a lot of work to do. <laughs> well, you know, Jesse, someone who's gone without sleep for, you know, probably a couple decades or more. Uh, when I say without sleep, it's like three hours, four hours, you know, yeah. a day. And, uh, you know, since starting to do this broadcast in particular, you know, when I wake up at 3.15 a.m., seems to be a very consistent time. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Don't do a deep dive on that. <laughs> but um, I, w- I think, okay, God has something to show me. He woke me up for something. And it's the it's the quiet time when I can go. He's either going to point me in a direction to look or he's going to reveal something in the scriptures. Or sometimes I hear that that voice inside my head that's him, you know, and I've learned to know which one is him. Absolutely. I definitely hear the, this. The, the other voice sounds the same, but it's not him. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So, so 
listen, uh, Jesse, in the, in the last couple of weeks that we've talked off air, um, a couple of people have come into my life and, you know, really important people important in our fight and very knowledgeable people. And, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> there's so much stuff going on. And, and so we're going to touch on some stuff today from a 30,000 foot view, but I believe it's all going to tie together and we're going to make some shocking proclamations on this show today. Uh, we've already been saying that we're celebrating Jesse because we know that in the spirit world, much progress has been made, to say the least, if not to say it's it's pretty much complete. However, uh, that does not tell you to be lackadaisical at home. In fact, what you're going to learn today is your work is just beginning. And we're going to start to spell out how some of that work happens. But I want to touch on just a couple things first, Jesse, because it will tie in somehow, although it seems completely unrelated. <laughs> Weather patterns. Yeah, what, what has been going on with that lately? So we have extreme flooding around the world. We've got forest fires happening. We have bolts of lightning that are splitting apartment buildings in two. We've got bridges collapsing. All of this stuff is beyond normal. Now, I, I know the libtards out there are saying that it's a existential crisis uh, weather climate. So, listen, hmm. we've seen through the uh, through the Rona and the uh, the ouchy the Fauci ouchies and stuff like that. By the way, did you hear Fauci paid one hundred ninety one billion dollars to create this stuff? Wow. Billion, $191 billion <laughs> to create the, these weapons of war. Um, so, so, but that that's coming out. And, and so all of these events that have happened have been very significant because they're coming out. And what I'm going to say to you with this weather stuff, and it's unfortunate, there's devastation. People are losing their homes. People are losing their lives. It's not good. The deep state is throwing things at because they're on their last legs. But this, again, is part of God's exposure plan. If it did no harm, then it then what they've been planning and doing, they could say, well, we did it for good. No, we did it for harm. So unfortunately, you know, when you're giving birth to a child, there's some labor pains. And we are going to live in a new world, and it's going to be sooner than you think. So I want to address the weather patterns. Now I want to address the mockingbird media. That's yep. I'm starting to watch these guys again because it's funny as heck. It it's so interesting. Like if you went back even just a couple months to what we're seeing now, there's a huge shift and you're like, what in the world? Like it's, I mean, these people that, you know, we've been trained for, you know, over 20 or more years to listen to as our main source of information, you know, they're kind of like the golden standard. And now you're like, what in the world is wrong with them? Well, and they are the golden standard because they were trained at the farm. That's right. By a three-letter agency. And, uh, you know, most of them are involved in that. There's no doubt about it. But the P 
panic on them. You can't see them mention Arizona without going, <laughs> like without shaking in their boots right now. So that's super funny to watch. Um, and we're going to get to the most important stuff. Right. And actually, here's a segue. Oh, can I play segue music? Sure. <laughs> All right. Tell us if you like the segue music or not. <laughs> I think we need to look for new segue music. But I will get better segue music. I'm glad we've got a segue music button. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally found this two minutes before going on air. <laughs> All right. So. All right, and let's do this first, because I was talking about the weather. I was talking about the Mark Mockingbird Media. Uh, Jody, good friend of the show, Jody LaDolce. Uh, Jody L792 is her YouTube channel. She put out a prophetic word. Ooh, I did not see this one yet. It, it came out last night. Uh, it's about eight minutes long. It's so worthwhile to play. Um I'm going to say to you that it, it, as soon as I heard this word from Jody, and I heard it this morning, it tied everything in for me. Because if you watched any of the Kent Christmas prophetic conference, if you watched it, and what these prophets have been saying for you know months now, they're not backing down on any of this stuff. Right. And there's a word that keeps coming up. That I've noticed. So this wasn't, uh, but suddenly, mm. suddenly, and that's in reference to what the Lord is going to do. He, this thing is going to happen suddenly. Mm. Now, what it looks like, I think it looks like a whole bunch of work for us on the other side of this, yeah. but it's going to be a glorious new world um, for a while. How long? Well, I think that depends on how many of his saints participate in the program. Interesting. Hmm. So well, I can't wait to hear that. I'll have to go to her channel and, and yeah, listen. yeah. It's like eight minutes long. It's really worthwhile. It ties in with a whole bunch of other stuff. And and Jody is a prophet. Let's just she let's just say what she is. Yep, she um, is. She's been hiding it for a while. <laughs> uh, well, I've known it for as long as I've known her for at least three years. So, yeah. But when you start to actually claim the office of a prophet, there's a whole new level of trolls that come after you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> By the way, speaking of office of prophets, we will be having some really big guests on the show coming up. Uh, stay tuned. In fact, just, I'll just say it now. We've got a really great guest tomorrow, which some of the information we're about to give you is going to tie into uh, this guest tomorrow, then some of the stuff that Jesse was talking about with the conference and that we have a guest on Thursday. Uh, the, uh, both of these guests are extraordinary. Let me just tell you, and uh, might even have a bonus show or something going in the weekend. So we took a week off because we, well, we were off the platform, but, <laughs> but it was timing was also good uh, for us to have a little bit of a break as well. That's right. So, all right. Did you know that Trump put out a very simple statement yesterday? I did not. I was traveling back from the conference yesterday, so seems I missed quite a bit. <laughs> from the office of the president. Very interesting. 
And it says simply this, 1776, not 1619. Interesting. So let's just do our little decode yeah. on this for a second. What happened in 1619 that was significant? Well, that was the landing and the first slaves brought into North America, essentially. And that's what the left has been pushing as the curriculum to go into the schools. You know, we're all racist and, you know, all this stuff. By the way, I don't really know any racists. Do you? No. No. But but I do know you claim your white supremacy. <laughs> I guess I do. I've been told that, even though, you know... <laughs> In my mind, verbally, vocally, I've never claimed that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was told by a neighbor once that, you know, it it was so clearly displayed in the color of garbage bags I bought. And I said, well, you know, for the size trash can I have, they only have one color garbage bag. So I was like, unfortunately, it is odd. You can only buy one or two colors. Yeah. And and I'll tell you, when I didn't have any money for food to feed my kid and, you know, I'd lost a a whole bunch of money and stuff like that, I really didn't feel my white privilege at that time. (laughs) 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 You know, (laughs) anyways, don't want to go down that. Look, there's one race. It's called human. Get over it, people. Yeah. Um, And I'm not talking to our audience. I'm just talking to the libtards that watch this show once in a while. Yeah who have been programmed by the Mockingbird media, you dummies. All right. So his post said 1776. So 1619 is when the slaves arrived. That's what the left is trying to teach. But Trump's program was to educate people to be patriotic and to love your country. But what happened in in 1776? The Constitutional Republic was born. Interesting, yes. Now... Jesse, do you remember we had a guest on, uh, well, I guess months ago now, but I re-aired it, so look for it. It's uh, with Christopher James was our guest. A Warrior's Call? A Warrior's Call was the name of the episode. Really great guest, uh, fantastic uh, information, and that really is, we're going to be expanding on that significantly going forward because you actually have a role to play. And so I've got a new mentor in this. Uh, Christopher James was, you know, class 101. Mm -hmm. Uh, My mentor is way beyond the university level. If you're making that kind of comparison, there is probably the world's most foremost expert in this subject. And he has agreed to teach me. And so that way I can help teach you and actually walk you through as Jesse and I will walk through the steps with you in some fashion. I'm not sure if we'll do it all on the air or if we'll do some on a webinar, Jesse, because some of it's just legalese and, you know, people might be turned off from our channel uh, on that if they don't understand what it is. But let me start out by saying this. On Sunday, if you caught the broadcast, I ended the show with a question. If Jesus is the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings, who are the kings? Great question. Oh, some music? 
What's the answer to the question? <laughs> I would say you and I and our everyone in our audience out there are kings. Well, here's the thing. We are called to be kings and priests. The scripture says that clearly. But are we kings if we're slaves? No, no, we're not. So if you were born... And then traded into a slave. And I'm going to give, I don't want to give the story injustice. So in fact, I'll use this, this really important story, probably the most important story you'll ever hear. I will use that in the opening of the show tomorrow with Lenka. I think it'll be a good tie-in. But most people in our audience know your birth certificate is a scam. Mm -hmm. Here's a couple things you might not know. Oh, this is good, Jesse. This is good. Preach it to I, I almost want to I almost want to hit another music button. But I won't. Go for it. All right. Okay. All right, here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, did you know that the day that you signed your mortgage, you paid your house off? You just don't know it. And because you acquiesce and because you are under a fraud of Satan's system, because you have not fought against Satan's system, because you haven't researched the fraud that has happened to you, you have acquiesced. And actually, when you signed that document, they're tricking you to thinking you have to pay for it, but you paid for it already. You are the creditor and not the debtor. But because you think you're the debtor, you just keep paying them. Yeah. Do you? And by the way, when you keep paying them, here's a trick question. Who owns your house? Well, most people say, well, I do. I paid it off. No, you don't. Then other people will answer, well, the bank does until I pay it off. No. Neither. The state owns your house. Because you paid them to own your house. Here's another example. Do you own your car? Well, now we've got to say no, Jeff. <laughs> that would be the right answer, Jesse. You do not own your car. Now let's give an example. And I'm going to get into the details of how this works. I'm just giving a bit of a teaser, you might say at this point, until I'm more confident in the material to deliver it properly with all of the evidence to support it. And by the way, the evidence is being FedEx to me right now to support all of this stuff. So I'm confident in saying this. So when you go to an automobile dealership, they they sell cars, right? Cars, trucks. Right. It's an automobile dealership. When you go down, let's say I wanted to buy a new Ram truck. So I put down $50,000 and then the salesman says, congratulations, you own a new truck. And I say, thank you. But then at the dealership, 
they say, now just give me another $250 to do the licensing and everything for your truck. And then you say, okay, I want you to do that for me so I can drive off. At that point, as soon as your car, truck, whatever it is, becomes licensed, it is no longer an automobile. It is a motor vehicle that is licensed. And in fact, the ownership goes to the state and you just have the privilege of driving it and paying for it. And by the way, you paid for that at the moment you signed the document too. Even with you could even do it without lumping down the cash. This is amazing stuff. Yeah, interesting. And even as you were saying that, I was thinking it's called, you know, what is the licensing department called? The Department of Motor Vehicles mm -hmm. and Transportation. Everything is a play on words. When we start getting into this and exposing this, your minds are going to be blown. And where does this go? You will be a sovereign citizen, a king, and a priest. But you have to take ownership. There are steps to do it. God is directing this movement. I'm 100% confident in that uh, because you are not meant to be under Satan's system. Amen which is the admiralty law, the law of water. By the way, the, the law of the land is better, but not much better. <laughs> right. And let's give it another word that, you know, what, what's happening with this sovereignty is that the Lord is setting captives free. We've been captive under Satan's system, and the Lord wants us to be free citizens of the kingdom of God. And you're called to do it. You're called to be a steward of this. And so this, this particular mentor that I was talking about, Jesse, he said something really interesting. And, and so I'm never going to read the Bible in the same way again. Okay. So th this is shocking. Now, bear in mind this, this law of the water, the Admiralty law thing. I first learned about it 30 years ago, 30 years ago. I didn't compute it. It didn't make sense to me. It kind of did the way it was explained, but I had no way to action it. Nothing happened. So, but the Lord doesn't plant those seeds for no reason. Right. And so then I got into stewarding. And as you know, I've studied stewarding for a couple decades now. And Jesse, I kind of know my stuff in it, right? I think you know quite well. You know, it certainly was an advanced college course for me. <laughs> so here's the words that this person told me the, and it made sense immediately. The Bible is a trust indenture. Mm. Wow. God is giving you the instruction manual and the authority to rule over the earth. We have acquiesced. We've trusted governments to do this. We've trusted, and now how come everything the government does, it's, you know, it's rules for thee and not for me, right? right. Now, think about all this stuff because they know it's been every bit, every bit of this is a scam and we're going to expose it. We're going to focus on this and we together as the right on radio nation 
are going to become sovereigns and walk this earth with limited diplomatic immunity, not being able to, a cop can't pull you over. Right? Literally, this is where we're going with this. It's going to blow your minds. Now, Jesse, just as an example of how some of this works against us, you brought up the issue of field. Right. Talk about what happened to him. Um, well, for those who don't know who Field McConnell is, he is a federal whistleblower who's brought forward significant evidence um, about the deep state and things that were going on in our country. And he's testified about several of, of those things and testified against individuals who are involved in those things. Um, so what happened to him is that, you know, because of his voice, he literally um was imprisoned falsely um they did not have a warrant and yet they arrested him and they held him in prison in in the state of wisconsin um there are certain laws um if you you know one you're not supposed to be able to hold somebody if there is no warrant um they throughout the entire process you know his his rights as an individual even according to you know, what we'll call the, the systems laws were not, you know, followed. So, you know, he was held illegally. Um, he was not able to post bail. Um, he had, uh, I was trying to remember what the other thing with that was. Um, there's originally supposed to only be able to hold up to 60 days if they do this type of hold legally. Uh, and they can make special exceptions if, you know, there's certain situations in the case where they can hold up to 90 days. They held him for over 100 days illegally. Um, and that included, you know, a couple times that he was put as a senior citizen into solitary confinement. Um, you know, one of the biggest things that I saw that I was really paying attention to was that prisoners have rights. Um, so even if he had been held legally, he still has rights. Uh, one of those rights involves the mail. So, you know, we watched several times as he received mail from, you know, his lawyer or from an attorney or uh, individual, you know, uh, of that capacity. And you're supposed to be able to receive that mail. There were things that he was supposed to sign uh, documents that if he had signed them, it would have procured his release. However, what the state of Wisconsin did was they decided to change their system. And I was witness to this. So, you know, it wasn't like they changed their system and then, you know, gave him this letter. But what the change was, was that they decided that they were not going to allow the prisoners to get their physical mail. Instead, they would scan the mail onto an electronic device and then they could read the mail through the electronic device. So he so, wouldn't have the ability to sign anything. Correct. He was not able to sign. Um, but see, the thing was that they, he received the documents he was supposed to sign 13 days 
before they decided to change the way they did their system. So for 13 days, they withheld his physical mail. So that kind of brings us into the, you know, next interesting thing that came out this weekend. Um, you know, I would just encourage people to really look into who is the general postmaster. What what do we know about the postal system and it it's you know the way it's meant to operate, the way it's currently operating. Um, there's you know been some things that are coming out and are going to continue coming out that play a role in this. Um, and it did start. You know, I started looking into the general postmaster who is uh, Jay Gould um, back during Fields' case because of the mail stuff that was happening to him. Um, when this mail stuff started happening to Field, there was something very interesting that Field did. And I was like, what? Like, what is he doing? And so, you know, Field requested paperwork, uh, which is called a bill of lading. Uh, for people who don't know what this is, look it up. It's literally a document that is used um, you know, they mostly use it off the ports and um, in the with shipping uh, across the waters. Okay, it's a shipping so, document. Yeah, right. it's a shipping document. So, so even across land or water, it doesn't matter because it's the uh, the the law of the water. Admiralty law is the law of commerce. Right. So a bill of lading is a law of commerce, or right. a, 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 basically, it's a. Yeah, it's a, it's a document to protect your shipment. It could be an invoice as well included with it, but it's a bill of lading, meaning you're moving something from one place to another place. Right. But so this bill, beyond just being a document, you know, showing the movement of shipping, it literally means that the cargo that is being shipped belongs to and is the sole property of the general postmaster. Okay, that's very important. The cargo being shipped is the sole property of the general postmaster. And he can do whatever he chooses to do with his property because the postal system is kind of, it, it, we're not saying it is, you know, like the Vatican or London, but I'm trying to give people an understanding. We know that that the Vatican in London, the city of London, that they in Washington, DC, they are their own sovereign nations. Like they are not under, you know, so, the other nations or laws of other nations. Can I add to this? Yeah. I got to add to it because we've been saying the three for a long time. And that's true. DC, the Vatican and the city of London are sovereign nations. There's a fourth. That's right. Manhattan. Interesting. Manhattan is a sovereign place. Again, so the governor of New York has no control over it, for instance. <laughs> it's sovereign. Uh, but also, I just want to reinforce your point. A post office is essentially a bank. Essentially, yes. So... So what's interesting in this case is that, you know, Field basically filled out this form for himself and made himself the sole property of the general postmaster. 
What was interesting then further in this situation was that, you know, um, and I forget the exact date, but anyway, he, he did it so that it happened on Boxing Day. And in the UK and other countries, you know, they do celebrate Boxing Day. So, you know, what is it? It means usually when the postmaster comes around, he has every right to knock on your door. And, you know, people are supposed to have a special package or present or something for him. And he can pick up his package and stuff. Um, so, you know, on that day, I think it's considered an extra crime if you do, if the postmaster shows up to get his package and you don't have it for him. So, you know, there can be legal complications from this actually. So anyway, um, you know, Field purposely made it that day. And, you know, from what I understand is that the postmaster showed up at the prison to pick up his package and it was illegally withheld from him. So now there are some complications from that. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's kind of interesting as we start to look at all this stuff. And I mean, you just think this, it can, are you are you for real? Like, is this really happening? And, it, and it's well, like- they think yeah. they have no accountability to the law because they know the law is a fraud. Right. And and by the way, when you have all when you have a lot of the judges, the top guys in the police force, you know, when uh, you know, so many people are in prominent positions are on the take, it is a farce. Like yeah. the whole thing has been a scam. You've been scammed since like literally the day you were born, when you were sold out as a dead vessel at sea. That's right. And so we're going to tell you how to reverse it. Uh, I'm going to learn. Jesse's going to learn. We're going to walk you through it. It's going to be amazing. But I really like kind of what to, what you brought out there because so there's there's a few things you have to make. You have to change your status, for instance. So I don't know if Field was able to do that from inside a jail. So he came. So it sounds like he came up with a really creative thing, saying, "Hey, my blood." has not been sold out. You cannot own my blood. And I thought that was a really interesting legal challenge. And, uh, you know, listen, these things are going to take some time to play out, but you know, listen, we, we're, we're sons and daughters of the creator. Mm -hmm. They created this like abomination of a system, but we're more creative than them. And even with the abomination of a system that they have created, for us, they could not cover all their grounds. They they could not. God did not allow them. And now is the time for you to become free. That's right. Well, I Maybe. feel like preaching, Jesse. Maybe I should be a preacher. <laughs> I think so. Um, Jeff of the she people. <laughs> no, I'm just. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, it's so good. And, and you know, some of the, all these things are going to be, I think we're going to be finding out more and more as more is revealed as more comes out because this has been playing a huge role in, you know, all the things that are happening behind the scenes, the things that, you know, some have been questioning. Um, but this fight really, you know, it is a spiritual one. It's one that, you know, goes 
way back even in our history and the truth way is before 1776 or 1871 or any of those it goes yeah. it goes back to the garden that's right you know oh, how, how old would have adam and eve been at that time that's i know question. that's a good question they weren't born as babies right nope so huh well they were teenagers they were duped before the legal age of consent. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Okay, so I oh I don't want to mess it up because I'm just so new. So you have to look at the definition of the word legal. Oh my goodness. We're well, we'll get into it more. But <laughs> so listen, uh, tell us if this is something you're interested in. You know, please let us know in the comments. If you're interested in this sort of thing, um, look, we do, we want to do a variety of shows. It doesn't mean we're going to be pigeonholed. We're going to do nothing but this. No, 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 no. We, we don't want to do that because listen, we want to cover the things we want to get the truth out there. We want to listen to God. We want to tell you all the things that, you know, are important, uh, to our lives, to our collectiveness, you know, in serving God and taking our planet back. But at the same time, the goal of this show is to make it somewhat entertaining as well. Like if, if, if it's not fun, you're not going to come back. Right. Like, right. you know, honestly, we can only do so many satanic death cult shows, you know, in a row. And, and by the way, we can't take it. Like, like this is not easy stuff to talk about Jesse. No, but you know, we've been bringing out things about the aspects of the light side of the system, the dark side of the system and how, you know, there's this whole, you know, I don't want to call it another world, but there's things of this world that we have not even been aware of, you know, about the court cases happening in the heavenly realms and the fighting, you know, for the land and the domain of the land that's happening between, you know, fallen angels, between the angels of God, some of the humans who are up there. You know, we've started to bring out some things about, you know, they call themselves the Galactic Federation you know, but the question we have to pose is, is there something happening at this level in the heavenlies that we have not even been privy to? And is our audience, you know, is this stuff you want to know about? Well, and one of the things that came out of the prophetic uh, and consistently, like, I mean, consistently and not just as one conference, but everything I've been seeing in the last I'd say two to three weeks, Jesse, has been saying this. God's time of grace for people to repent is over. Yeah. They're going to, and I'm not talking you and me, our, our, our you know, little tiny sins. I told a white lie yesterday or something. I'm not talking about that. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the satanic pedophile, you know, people their time of grace done. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to bring back that word suddenly. Yeah. And when I mean suddenly, you know, I know all eyes are on Arizona and things are happening in Pennsylvania now. Right. And, and maybe, maybe that's the order it has to follow Jesse. Maybe it is, but I'm just saying God can do whatever he wants and we might ha not have to wait for Arizona. Yep. 
Maybe not. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just super optimistic, Jesse, but I'm actually thinking we don't have to wait for this whole thing to play out. We'll see. <laughs> you we'll may be right on about that, Jeff. Look, uh, that's pure speculation. That isn't, you know, word from the Lord. I'm just how I'm feeling today. Uh, tomorrow I might feel a different way. I want to be really clear on that. So, you know, don't don't go uh, placing bets at Vegas. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. Uh, 45's 19 by the end of the month. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, crap. Didn't put my phone on uh, ignore. Sorry about that. Uh, so, Jesse, I think that's it. We'll continue tomorrow. Any last words? Well, I encourage people to go to summerday.com backslash Bible. Sign up for uh, reading the Bible in a year with all of us. Um, that's going to be an amazing time. And uh, stay tuned. We've got a great guest for tomorrow. It, that and Thursday and maybe even more shows this week. I just feel like working like crazy. I had too many days off, Jesse. <laughs> All <laughs> so, right. Hey, uh, listen, I put up the thing, hit the like button. It really, really helps. If you watch this video till now, like, please, it, it takes no effort. Hit the like button. It really does help us. Uh, if you haven't subscribed, you should. And because, you know, we do get uh, taken down like we were last week. And unless you're on Podbean, we had no way of communicating with you. Uh, so please do subscribe to Podbean, even if you're a video watcher in general, because we do have another site where we're placing videos now. And uh, I'm going to be placing this one, for instance, on that site and having people do more beta tests and things like that on us. And, and by the way, an announcement that Jesse, I didn't even tell you about, but we're coming to Roku TV and and another one that's something like that. <laughs> but we're going to be literally uh, within days, we're going to be set up with that. And there's a whole bunch more exciting stuff happening, but we need you to hit that like button, hit the subscribe, do that stuff. So in the meantime, remember, love your God. Love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community. Right on radio. Right on radio.